0: Ty.
1: Hello, folks.
0: It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra,
1: And I'm Tyler. And Condra, guess what?
0: There's no guest this week.
1: There's no guest.
0: I guessed right. I was going to set you up like
1: there was a guest.
0: I guessed right. You guessed? Yeah. Well, Ty, (laughs) today you and I will just have to tackle Minute 92 of High School Musical 2, which starts with Taylor saying this way. And ends with (laughs) The Sharpette's Comforting Sharpay.
1: I'm blanking. How many minutes was High School Musical 1? Was it, what, 97?
0: I thought it was like 87.
1: Yeah, because it seems like we might be longer than the first one.
0: We definitely are longer than the first one.
1: Like in total, but at this point, have we gone past even where the first one was? No, yeah, the first first one we had 98 episodes of, so we're still not there yet.
0: We're so close. I wonder what is happening right now.
1: Troy and Gabriella almost kiss, Chad asks Taylor out, and Zeke gets rejected by Sharpay.
0: Ah, we're just before we're all in this together then. Yes. How exciting.
1: And here in Minute 92, we are also wrapping up some major plot points, but in a slightly different way. We still haven't, we're doing that like before the finale wrapping up as opposed to the after finale wrapping up.
0: Indeed. We've reset our placement. We are back In the central hub of Lava Springs, Taylor is coordinating people's arrival to the talent show, but also Sharpay is still doing a dress rehearsal. Well, not like a full dress rehearsal. They're not going on to where the talent show is going to be yet, but people are arriving for
1: it. It's definitely confusing. I think part of it, and this is like the last three seconds of the previous minute and like the first one and a half seconds of this minute. So Taylor's standing there with some guy. I don't know who that other guy is, but he's there too. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't feel like we get enough time to like read the poster and like say, oh, like, oh, today is the day of the talent show. It kind of like, I don't know, it felt too fast. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I wrote it down last minute just because that is exactly where the minute ended. So I was able to catch that. But yeah, I think if I was just watching it straight, there's no way I would have. I might have seen talent show because that was really big. But like I might have missed tonight because that's just like stuck over the top kind of thing, like a sticker.
1: And did you recognize who that guy was?
0: No, it's just an extra. He's a valet.
1: (laughs) Just some spare guy.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of those spare guys are not credited listed
1: in the IMDb.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's very hard to figure out who's who when they're not a speaking character, especially. Even the Sharpettes were hard to figure out.
1: Like I thought he looked a little like Jason, and then I was like, "Wait a second, that's not Jason. Who is it?" And then it doesn't even matter. Yeah, but, but then he's
0: doing an excellent job being a valet. He's supporting Taylor and <laughs> whatever. He she looks a needs. little clueless. That's fine. That, I, I feel like not to, I don't know anything about being a valet, I don't know anyone that's a valet, but just <laughs> solely by Shang-Chi, maybe yes. that's like part of the requirement?
1: It's to just be a, a little out, out of out of space, out of- Time. Yeah. And we get, in this minute, another Sharpay scream cut. Oh
0: boy. Because we didn't already get one this, this movie.
1: I was gonna say, didn't we already have a Sharpay scream in this movie? Yep. When was that?
0: Um, it was in the beginning. I feel like,
1: in like the when beginning. she found out
0: all the Wildcats were there. Yeah, when when um when she found out all the Wildcats were there, then she started flailing oh, when, in the like pool. Like
1: when she when she saw Gabrielle. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking more in relation because they're doing like the um editing technique of like Sharpay screaming, and then it cuts back. <laughs> And, like, you see, you hear it from all these different locations.
0: The way in the first movie with the callbacks.
1: Yeah, and then the first movie when Sharpay saw who got the callback written on the sheet. But, yeah, it feels like they might have already done it in this movie. But I don't, like, when she pretended to drown in the pool, that was, like, a different thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess that, I, I guess that we've just heard her scream a couple times now, so it's kind of like, eh. <laughs>
1: It all blends together. Sharpay is just doing the same thing over and over again, and we forget what. But for the editing trick, what they do is, you know, you see a quick shot of Ashley Tisdale's face screaming. And then you get a guy in the kitchen who's, like, flipping a pancake, but he, like, flips it over his shoulder. And then a guy playing tennis who hits the tennis ball, but it goes flying in the wrong direction. Oh, my God. Her scream is so distracting.
0: I mean, it is
1: just piercing the eardrums of everyone within a mile radius.
0: I mean, I was wearing headphones when I was watching, so I actually, it was a little loud in my ears. So I was like, okay.
1: But it doesn't seem like, like I, I understand why they did it for like the movie, but it seems like Troy walked up to her and said, hey, Sharpay, I'm not going to sing this song with you. And then her reaction was not to go, what? Or To be angry, but to just to scream very high pitched at the top of her lungs.
0: What do you so let's let's propose what he could have said that would have made her scream?
1: Uh, Sharpay, there's a tarantula on your toe.
0: (laughs) I was thinking, like, Sharpay, I've been demoted (laughs) and I'm not a, I'm like,
1: Sharpay, my my mom got fired. I'm poor now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fulton won't let me sing.
1: (laughs) Sharpay, I'm in love with someone else.
0: That wouldn't make her scream.
1: Yeah, I was... (laughs) was,
0: Snarl, maybe, but not scream.
1: But if Troy announced that he was in love with Ryan instead, like...
0: What a plot twist.
1: That might make her scream.
0: Oh, yeah. Completely different movie at that point.
1: Sharpay, I'm moving to France. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, anyway. her reaction definitely doesn't, like, make sense for whatever he said because she also hasn't yet heard that he's asked for his kitchen job back. He reveals that within the next, like, like after the scream, post-scream yeah. PS, as it were.
1: So um, Sharpay says, what do you mean you're not going to sing?
0: And he's like, employees aren't allowed. Yeah. And he's foiling her plans in on himself like he's ruined the plans that she had so meticulously crafted in on herself i wonder if he knows that it was her i assume he does but also we don't know how with it troy has been lately
1: but i mean yeah everyone else in the kitchen knew that fulton wasn't wearing blonde wig and and designer (laughs) flip-flops when he made that order or whatever that joke was.
0: (laughs) but if troy just saw it like passed through Kelsey. He knows. He knows. And then, yeah. Well, I mean, he did just sing "Bet on it, so.
1: <laughs> Sharpay kind of reacts and says, hey, you know, a duet means two people. I mean, I'd be doing most of the singing, but still, duet, two. Uh, which is a pretty good line reading from yeah. Ashley Tisdale there.
0: Yeah, no, it was a good, it was better than the, scr- I honestly appreciate that more as like a reaction to Troy's announcement than like a scream.
1: A little too self-aware for her to say the thing of like I'm doing most of the singing, like.
0: But I think but, it's also accurate. She she says that about Ryan and uh, yeah, earlier a, a
1: writing flourish and, that like I like works and y- you can look over it. Yeah.
0: Then it just makes her even more ridiculous. Yeah.
1: But yeah, Troy found a loophole.
0: Yeah, he can be smart, boy. Sometimes. <laughs> Not often. Gabrielle is and, rubbing off on him.
1: And yeah, you're right in the way that he found a way to make sharpay's machinations work against herself in a way that's like yeah you're you're the cause of your own doom sharpay
0: very I'm trying to think of like a another example of like the protagonist's foiling i'm thinking ella enchanted but i don't know why
1: I'm I'm thinking my cousin Vinny, but just because like it, because, just because Troy is acting very judicious and lawyerly in this minute.
0: Yeah, no, but the, like, the,
1: the way he's talking is very funny.
0: It, it's very much like when he has um, Marissa Tomei's character come up on stage and is like, "You need to say it because I can't say it, but we <laughs> both know the answer."
1: And. Yeah, but th- th- it's a definitely a thing that happens in kids' movies sometimes where it's like, because of the rules you made, I'm just following your rules. So, ha ha ha, we get to pull one over on you.
0: <laughs> I can't think of, like, all I can think of is Ella Enchanted. And I'm like, but that's not a great example.
1: Yeah, it feels like it, you're not going to get it from, like, a movie with hard and fast rules. It's just, it's just going to be, like, some cheap movie where, like, the, the rules were were bogus in the first place, and therefore, the subversion doesn't actually make sense. It's more of a like a cliche. Uh, Airbud is. <laughs>
0: I don't know. There's nothing, There's nothing in the in rule book that, that says, says dogs can't play. Yeah, but I but that's in a different tone. I think.
1: Yeah, that's like the jokey. Yeah,
0: but I think still it's it's Troy just saying about how he wanted to take the day and find himself and right the wrongs and do all the things and he's doing it. It's really cool that we get this like direct progression scene to scene and we didn't have to go on a little journey with someone else for no plot purpose. It's it's very much decision conclusion.
1: For all of the stuff that we've said about this movie and the sort of meandering and ineffectual Plot That Troy Bolton has gone through It's kind of just nice that he's Wrapped up his character arc at this minute (laughs) I mean maybe not With Gabriella and Chad and everyone else But at least like he sang his whole song And now like he doesn't have to figure anything Else out he seems like he just knows What he wants now
0: If that hadn't been a song It would have been like him Sitting at his desk Coming up with his to-do list of like Just pulling his hair out (laughs) One go talk to Fulton and get my old job back. Two, tell Sharpay I'm not in the show. Three, question mark, question mark, question mark.
1: <laughs> Make up with Gabriella? Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does remain to be seen how the remainder of the Wildcats will take Troy. You know, giving back in his the old kitchen fold. Yeah, yeah, and giving away his job and becoming one of them again. We do get. We do get one shot of Kelsey kind of standing up from her piano. And walking towards them, like, curiously about, like, hey, what's going on here? But there's no other reaction shots. Presumably, Kelsey will then be the one who goes and tells everyone else at some point.
0: Yeah. Too bad we're not in the time of, like, more texting. Because she definitely could have been (laughs) sitting at the piano, like, rapid-fire texting the group chat.
1: Yeah, that doesn't happen enough in movies. Just, like, live texting things.
0: Yeah. And it would definitely work because like that's what younger people associate like even I mean, I'm on probably on the older end of it, but like any person younger than me is like, yeah, I'm gonna gonna send the group chat like deets on on the big hot goss.
1: Actually, the, the movie Scott Pilgrim does it well, because like anytime something happens to Scott, the Anna Kendrick sister character will just like immediately call him. Or, like, immediately yell at him about what he's doing. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like Miss Marvel kind of did that in the first couple episodes, too, maybe?
1: Oh, I still haven't watched it.
0: I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun with that one.
1: I've heard good things and also, like, eh, things.
0: I mean, it's not, like... The problem is... Here, let me... Here. Here we go.
1: Break it down for me, Kondra.
0: So, Marvel lately has been thinking too much Big thoughts. Even Spider-Man, whom I love. And I loved the new Spider-Man. It was very serious. This show was very reminiscent of, like, first Spider-Man. Low stakes. Just kind of, like, light fun figuring it out. I was also talking to one of my friends about this. We are in the rebuild phase of Marvel right now. And, like, if y'all remember phase one and early Phase 2, the movies were not great because we were establishing things. And I liked Moon Knight fine. I liked Loki. I liked WandaVision. But they were all very serious. This was not serious, which is why I liked it. I also think it was smart that it was their summer, their their midsummer show. But everything's just been so serious lately, and it was nice just to have a fun time. I, it, It's not groundbreaking the way WandaVision was or it's not like mind altering the way Loki was but it ultimately made me excited for the future and it made me want to look up what Phase 5 is going to look like what other shows are coming out how Kamala fits into like the Marvel comics I went and bought her a volume of the comics for my library kind of thing, because I think there's an audience that will appreciate her. And I think it's a good introduction for those younger folks that didn't... The way we grew up with Phase 1 and 2, this is their Phase 1. So I'm excited for what she's going to... Like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, she can work with America and Shuri and, like, Peter as he's resetting himself. Like, this is going to be... Interesting. Yeah, young Avengers type stuff. Young Avengers yeah. kind of stuff, which I like. I know people have like feelings about Young Avengers, and I've not read a ton of comics, so I can't go deep lore or anything, but I like the energy. I, that's why I liked Days of Future Past. Because it was a bunch of teenagers being dumb with superpowers.
1: That's more X Men first class, but yeah. Oh,
0: that's what I meant. I meant first class, I'm sorry.
1: Um, yeah, you're you're right about the Marvel like resetting in general. It's been weird because a lot of the new shows and stuff have felt like, oh, let's try to like set up where our characters are for phase five in the future. But a lot of them have kind of just taken things in their own direction. And it's hard to see where they're all going to remerge at. Like you watch these shows and you're like, wait, they never like gave a hint of how they're going to connect back to the big picture stuff yet.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: There's been a couple that have done it better than others. But it feels like they're casting a very wide net and... It's hard to t- tell when those nets are gonna converge again mm-hmm. into like one simple Avenger style movie. But anyway, High yeah. School Musical. High
0: School Musical. Did they mention High School Musical? Did I, I? They said the phrase High School Musical, and I got really excited, and then I realized they weren't referring to. And
1: yeah. Who was?
0: Uh, in in Miss Marvel.
1: Oh okay. Um, I have a question, Condra.
0: I can attempt an answer.
1: Why did Fulton did Fulton just like give Troy his old job back? Like why like why would he let that slide if he knew what Sharpay wanted?
0: So Fulton is secret as we've kind of discussed, Fulton's secretly on the Wildcat side. He can't do it all the time, but we've we've talked about his reluctance to enact certain things. He he, he questioned to Sharpay, like, what about your brother? Like, he thinks she's going too far. So if this is a way that he's like, yeah, I'm the manager. And maybe Troy made a compelling argument in terms of, like, from a managerial standpoint that Fulton could have gotten behind. And so when Mrs. Evans comes up and is like, why is Troy not doing this? Troy
1: points out that he's underqualified.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like Troy, like Fulton could say, well, Troy needed to redo his schedule because, he wasn't able to put in the hours with some of the new demands. So, um, or he's like, maybe his family situation, like there's ways you can spin it where Troy could, um, have gotten back in the kitchen and Fulton still not get in trouble with the upper Evanses. Not sure. Yeah,
1: he, He's doing it in solidarity with the workers um, yeah. who have been denied their right of singing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause Fulton is a theater kid. We know this,
1: <laughs> and pro union, <laughs> according to the logic I just gave, yep. probably not in the grand scheme. Yeah,
0: of <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> although he did go on that rant earlier about like having to keep this job so we can pay all those bills, like he might yeah. be.
1: Um, so Sharpay points out that you know Troy's <laughs> messing this up for himself because all the university boosters are going to be there to see him sing. Which doesn't
0: make sense, still.
1: (laughs) Troy points out, like, so I'll wait their tables. They'll They'll be thrilled, he says.
0: Which I think... was
1: Was that sarcastic?
0: I don't think, like, a little bit maybe, but I also think it could be genuine. Like, yeah, this kid who is going for this big basketball scholarship is also a really hard worker and he waits tables and, like, is a good person.
1: He's going to make a better impression if he's friendly with them face-to-face than if he like just sings a song. Sings a song on stage. Pretty yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. I like how Troy points out. He's like, I don't like the way you've been treated. Like, it's not just a Sharpay issue the way it usually is. I don't like is. the way you've been treating you've been my treating friends. Him, and I don't like, I don't the, like way the way I've, I've been, been treating him. my friends. And he's Sharpay makes a point about, like, well, this is your future. And he's like, I care more about what my friends think of me. I can quibble with that. But I like the sentiment that Troy keeps going back to himself.
1: Yeah. And then he says, I care more about what I think of me. And that seems to be the more important side of it.
0: The the culmination of all his thoughts is, I care what I think of me. And I think that's a, a pretty big step for him. I also think it's a good, it demonstrates to the audience kind of the thesis statement of Bet on it.
1: Which is like you—you you are the value that you place in yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Like literally, you can bet on yourself because you know you're valuable.
0: Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> but, not monetarily, but like you can <laughs> have confidence in yourself, and you need to—you need to have confidence in yourself, and you—you you need to feel good about yourself. Like if
1: things aren't going the way that you want them to and you're kind of upset with the direction that your life is taking that it's up to you to course correct and mm-hmm. put it in the right direction because you're not going to be happy with yourself unless you actively make that own, that change in your own life
0: which is like a big thing for a young person
1: yeah it's weird how like troy is like he's like um he like he's hit nirvana in this moment like he's he's become self actualized yes he's like that's a better he, yeah He's like um the the guy in the Lego movie after he becomes a master yes. builder. Like, yes. he, he, like he sees all the pieces now and he's like putting them all together in his mind. Or, you know, any character who like like suddenly gets all the knowledge and they like become slightly pretentious, but like they see like they can put everything together in their brain and they know exactly how to act. And they've got this weird calmness to them because they mm-hmm. know they're in control.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Troy Troy, Troy is in control, and and I think he's he's wearing what he wants. He's wearing a wildcat shirt and jeans. He's comfy the, the guy. Shirt,
1: the shirt does look like it's a knockoff shirt that you get from the grocery store for the local high school, and not like the actual merch that the like that the money goes to the school.
0: I mean, probably he's got some of those too, because his like grandmother was like, "I saw this at the grocery store, and I thought of you." It's like thanks, but it's not Graham. A bad shirt. I d- no, it's not. It's honestly like what I was trying to buy for you when I tried <laughs> to buy you an East High shirt and could not for the life of me find. But one. But the
1: shirt you got me is very nice. I like it a lot. It would be better if it was a Troy Bolton jersey.
0: Tyler, you don't know how hard I know. I sought a Troy Bolton I know. jersey, I know.
1: but trust me, I do really like the shirt that you got me. <laughs> wow, look at us talking about High School Musical and Miss Marvel.
0: Yep, you want to talk about a decom of the week?
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say like like maybe it doesn't feel like we've unpacked everything about Troy, but there's probably gonna be more to say, and we've said so much about him, I don't want he, to say anymore.
0: Yeah, it's I like how he walks away, he makes his point, and then he he commits and he leaves, and I really like that.
1: He points forward. You've got a song to sing, I, and then he like points both both of his thumbs back. Have got a kitchen to clean, and it's just like a funny. <laughs> A way of choreographing that.
0: Yeah, it's very <laughs> hand motion. It's very like bad school theatery. Not the
1: <laughs> what has two thumbs and has to go clean the kitchen. This guy. This
0: guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, decom segment. Condra, what do you got for me?
0: So we're gonna play the tagline game, in which I have the tagline off of a Disney Channel original movie. So what was on the poster? And you are going to come up with a little plot and then uh, then I'll reveal the real guy.
1: Yeah, it's so, basically like the traditional version of the game except ex- instead of the title, it's the tagline. Yeah. Okay, what's the tagline?
0: She shoots, she scores, she accessorizes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, well, it seems pretty clear that this is a sports x fashion movie um it would be lovely if i could remember the titles of all these flicks but i don't i guess it seems uh, and what sports do you shoot and you score that's your uh basketball soccer hockey lacrosse field hockey field hockey i don't think there's a field hockey decom though
0: i would love that
1: condra it's it's your destiny right the Write the script for the for the field hockey decom.
0: It may also be the first queer decom too.
1: <laughs> Not to
0: stereotype, but to stereotype, <laughs> I went to an all women's college, folks.
1: Um, okay. Sorry. Um,
0: Got off track there.
1: Uh, an upcoming mad lib for you. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So. We'll save the field hockey for later. Let's say it's let's say it's lacrosse because I don't think we've done a lacrosse one. Okay. Um, this is a a teenager who plays lacrosse, and like all DCOMs, she has like a parent or a coach or a mentor who leans in really hard on lacrosse, and she has kind of internalized that she can only value herself if she is good at lacrosse. But much like in Eddie's million dollar Cook-Off situation. She accidentally signs up for an elective that is fashion design and becomes obsessed with clothes and fabrics and making sweaters <laughs> and, you know, other kinds of more fashionable clothes than sweaters, um, sashes and socks and um, other other cloth clothing items that start with S and So her attention becomes divided between her dedication to lacrosse and her, you know, love of fashion design culminating in, you know, the final decision that she has to make of like, do I go to the fashion design competition or do I go to the big final lacrosse game? And she somehow manages to do both at once, but she has to play lacrosse in the fancy dress outfit that she (laughs) made for the competition, obviously. And, that's that's it. I'm, this is a quick one. Seems yeah, quick obvious. One,
0: uh, obviously not. It is Go Figure. Um, the ice skating turned hockey movie. A girl who is a really good figure skater is trying to go to a private school, can't afford it. And they convince the hockey coach to give her the last hockey scholarship so that she can train there. It's she's having a hard time juggling everything and she's like has to hide that she's a figure skater. Cause hockey thinks it's gross, but they like, I like the
1: idea of like toxic girl hockey team players. Yeah.
0: There's she, she gets like bullied by the other figure skaters at the school too. Christy Yamaguchi makes an appearance, which always love that. Um, <laughs> She starts flunking. Um, she's just very stressed out. And then she, like, tries to figure out, like, she talks to her mom, has, like, a, okay, this is who I am. It's all okay. And so, then wait, sorry.
1: Can, can I just clarify? Is yeah. So, the dichotomy in this movie is, is between figure skating and hockey. And so, the tagline, she shoots, she scores, she accessorizes, is just because, like, in general, figure skaters have an accessory on them even though that's not like the main thing that she does yeah it's weird okay whatever
0: um naturally the the big competition for figure skating falls on the same day as the hockey finals and there's pressure that she won't go to the olympics if she doesn't compete in the figure skating but she doesn't want to leave her team down she goes to the hockey game they lose by one and then she jets over to she's trying to jet over to the ice skating competition is this um, the competition.
1: one where she has to do the figure skating in the hockey skates or is that the michelle trachtenberg movie
0: yes nope she does have to figure skate in her hockey skates that might also be the michelle trachtenberg one though do ice princess which is a pretty good movie and the judges are, like, a little harsh with her because she's trying to, like, do it, but then, like, the crowd starts the chant of let her skate and, like, do it again, and the judges allow her to perform, and she does really well, and then she makes it to the Olympic team. The end. So, similar to Ice Princess, but, like, with its I don't own know the boarding plot of Ice school, princess school but... bully <laughs> yeah. flair. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ice Princess, the girl, just, like, is a backyard skater, but... To raise money, she starts like competing for school. She's like trying to go to school, so she's like raising money. Um, she's like okay. a little older, so so is there yes. hockey
1: in that one too, or is it just figure no, skating?
0: Just figure skating.
1: Okay, okay. I don't know why I was confused. So I feel like I saw like the the climax of this movie when I was like seven. Yeah, Go reme- Figure's
0: co- like a classic one that we would have definitely because I seen remember on
1: TV. like the she's trying to do the figure skating, but she can't because the. Hockey skates aren't as um, agile,
0: supple,
1: supple. So yeah, um. yeah.
0: So, so I like I like the lacrosse though. Um, I've never. I don't think there is a decom lacrosse movie. I would be curious for one to exist. I would love to see one based off of the Joseph Bruhawk book, which oh, is about um, indigenous. Yeah, lacrosse. what's that
1: one called? I think I just bought it for my class. <laughs> nice. Um, but I, I still don't remember what it's called.
0: Yeah, you don't remember what it's called right now. He's right. local. What? I just found out the other day, Ty. He's a local, local guy to us.
1: Oh, to you? To me. Yeah. Well. Well, that seems like we did it. Um, yeah,
0: we did it, and then some. We talked about Miss Marvel too.
1: We didn't even have a guest to to
0: derail us. Yeah. We derailed ourselves.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Well. For now, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds.
1: Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y.
0: You can send us an email to percent at com,
1: Or, you know, just tell a friend that you like this podcast. That's the best way to get people to listen.
0: Yeah! Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram.
1: And our musician, com. I've been Kondra. And I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time to find out how this movie continues. Will there be a big song and dance number? You can bet on it.